Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This Sunday and uh, Father Day Sunday, I will preach the message. I will continue on the Father's Day. But today, just the beginning of this message that I preached in my last two mission trips in another land or another city. So I believe that the members of New Hope should hear the message as well. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this time that we can hear the Word of God together. Lord, you told us that your people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. Therefore, we learn the knowledge of God through the Scripture. And by the help of the teacher, the Holy Spirit. Today, we ask the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. Lord, you can speak to the hearts of your people in this room more than what I say. You speak directly to them while you're using my mouth to speak from you, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. What I'm going to preach today and the next time in the same sermon here is something that I have a first-hand experience in my own life. Actually, I like to see that all the believers have the first-hand experience of what the Word of God say, whether salvation, maturity, peace, joy, victory, prosperity, healing, deliverance. We don't want just to come to God by theory in our brain. We want to have a first-hand experience of everything God says in the Bible. I would like to talk about the business of God the Father. Actually, His company is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We want to join His business. And I joined this business since I was a new believer when I got saved in Thailand many years ago. I did not understand all these principles at that time. But I decided to join the business of God. And I find out that when I join His business, heaven is open over me and really flow down into me to be the vessel of the blessing to other people. And the Father business is the blessing business. When you read the book of Genesis, you will find out that the first thing when God the Father spoke to Adam and Eve, when Adam became a living soul, God the Father said, I bless you, multiply and fill the earth. So the first thing in the heart of God is that He wants to bless His people. As you walk longer with God, you will know His character more and more and more. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for being saved or born again. But after you receive Jesus Christ into your heart, you repent of your sin, and your name is recorded in the book of life, that is just the beginning of the journey. It's not the end yet. The beginning of the journey of knowing God, who He is, becoming more like Him, getting involved in His business, knowing more and more and become more like Jesus Christ and learn to progress from glory to glory to glory. 
So the Christian walk is a fun walk. It's joyful walk because you experience all the things that God mentioned in the Bible by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that is my journey of this 37 years. I did not just get saved and then stay the same way. I kept growing and learning and moving on to the things of God. And one thing I learned from my personal experiences and from the Scripture is that my God and your God is a good God. He never did anything bad. He's a good, just, merciful, joyful, and loving God. And one of the characteristics of God is that God loves to bless His people. He loves to give good and perfect gifts to His people. And we need to receive from Him by faith. We need to see our God as a good God and a God who wants to bless us and wants to use us to be the blessing to other people. And what I say here is recorded in the Scripture at many places. In Genesis chapter 12, Verses 1 to 2. Every time I think about Abraham, I was thinking about a man of faith. In his generation, he was the only guy who really believed in Jehovah. And I want to be like him. I have faith in Jehovah, in God the Creator. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. Everyone say, I will bless you. God promised, I will bless you, the man of faith, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. This is the way of God. God wants to bless his children so that we can bless other people. Everyone make your hand this way. Bless me. And then this way, bless others. Bless me. Bless others. Bless the nations. That's why our church believes in the Great Commission to send your pastor and the team out to bless different cities and nations in the world. We don't want just to keep the blessing here. We want to go out to bless the nation. Genesis chapter 22, verse 17. Blessing. I like this. I like the way God say. He emphasized, he emphasized that blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Wow, I like that. We will have kids that multiply, and not only our natural children, but we will multiply as big nation with our spiritual descendant or spiritual offspring. God wants to bless us and multiply us. Thank God. I started church only five people in the basement of my house many years ago. But as years go by, God multiplied this ministry, multiplied my life like he did to Abraham. Multiplied, bigger, bigger, more people, more churches, more souls saved, more people love God. He keep multiplying and we can be the blessing to the nations. Everyone say blessing. God will bless me. Multiplying. He will multiply me. How many people want to get involved in this business? The business of blessing. 
And the New Testament said the same thing in Hebrew chapter 6, verses 13 to 14. For when God made a promise to Abraham, you know, this promise is not only for Abraham, but also to his children of faith, you and me, both the Jews and the Gentiles. When we believe in Jesus, we join his blessing business as well. And like when God said, I shall bless you and your descendant shall possess the gate of their enemies. Do you notice one thing? When people rebel against God, they will be cursed and the curse go down to the third and fourth generation. But when we love God and serve God, the blessing will come to us and go down to the thousand generations. So if you are smart enough, you want to choose the blessing. And that blessing will not only stop at you. It will go down to the third, the fourth, and the thousand generations. How many people like that? I like that. The blessing go down to the thousand generation. So this promise go to Abraham and come to us too because we believe in Jesus too. Because he could swear by no one greater. No one was greater than God. Therefore, he has to swear to himself. He swore by himself, saying, surely. I like that word, surely. How many people like the word surely? Somebody say, I'm going to give you $500, but I'm not sure. You may think, man, maybe he would not give to me. But when I say surely, I'm going to write a check to you $500. You like that, the word surely. Surely, blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Wow, I like both words, blessing and multiplication. I just want to ask you, do you like that? Do you like to be blessed by God? Do you like God to multiply you? Many times, Christians have what we call a desert theology. We are in the church that teaches us that, oh, Christians have to suffer so much with poverty, with lack, sickness, and disease. And you're going to have to face all kinds of problems to be spiritual and to be loved by God. That is a desert theology, which is a wrong theology. My dear brother and sister, many Christians focus on the negative thing. Wow, I get into trouble again. Wow, I get into accident. Maybe God wants to teach me some lesson here. Maybe God wants me to go through all this trial and hardship to make me grow up or something like that. They just emphasize the negative part of life. They never look at God and say, God is good to me. I'm going to receive the goodness from Him. I'm going to receive protection from Him and the blessing from Him. They just follow this wrong theology, desert theology. So I want to encourage you. That desert theology is wrong. In fact, God wants to bless His people from the beginning in the book of Genesis chapter 1. It's the heart of God to bless people. Many times we get into trouble because of our own ignorance or because of our own rebellion. But if you look at God's heart carefully, you can see that in His heart, there is no even little, little desire to torture you, to hurt you, or to really steal anything from you. God wants to bless you. The person who wants to steal your blessing, kill your dream, and destroy your ministry and your family is the devil. God is in the business of blessing, giving, and building up. But the devil is in the business of killing, destroying, and stealing from people. You need to choose side. 
Which side you gonna join? I rather join the side of the Jehovah, the God who blessed me. Amen. And we should not only joy that we can receive the blessing from Him, but we can bless other people as well. We want to be an employee of a company, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to receive the blessing and bless other people with our mouth, with our heart attitude, and with our action. God is so good. When He bless, He doesn't bless only the financial part. He bless everything in our life. Mentally, he blesses us mentally, spiritually, financially, physically. When you look at the scripture, you can see that God wants to bless your physical body. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 say, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Physical and emotional healing is a part of God's blessing. You need to believe that you are a candidate for God's healing. You need to believe that you can be healed by God, by faith. Actually, it just happened to, can I share that, Pastor Da? Okay. Just happened to Pastor Da lately. We traveled so much to Europe, nine hours ahead of us. Uh, no, nine hours yeah, ahead of us. And then we traveled to Thailand, 14 hours ahead of us. And then came back to California. So our body system really screwed up with the sleeping time. So for me, I'm a easy sleeper. I can sit on the chair and sleep anywhere. Um, fall asleep very easily. But for Pastor Da, when she came back, she had a hard time sleeping at night because of the time change for many weeks already. Europe, Thailand, come back, back and forth. So last night, I exercised my faith. And she claimed the scripture from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 2. Yeah, the Aida gave to her. She claimed the promise of God that you can lie down and have peace and joy. But as a husband, I pray for her in the name of Jesus. This inability to sleep or insomnia must go because Exodus 15:26 say that any sickness and disease cannot stay with his children. So we just speak by faith and we believe and receive the healing. Last night, she slept like a baby. After many days of suffering. Amen. So you can see here that healing belongs to us. But we need to believe. We need to receive. And we need to believe God's character. The character of God. He is the healer. He is a doctor. He loves to bless you with physical blessing. To heal you. Amen. Hallelujah. And anything. Your joy, your back, your brain, your memory. God can heal you. God can keep you healthy because of the blessing of Abraham. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 talk about financial blessing. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing. Everyone say blessing. He want to pour the blessing that there will not be room enough 
to receive it. In other words, your house, your cabinet, your room will not be big enough to keep all the blessing to the point that you have to share with somebody else, because he's gonna pour the blessing on you to the point that your house is too small to keep. You have to share out. You have to give out because you have so much with you. You have the blessing, financial blessing, strength, wisdom, all kind of good things in your life that you can bless other people. Amen. How many people want to be used by God to bless other people? How can you bless other people if you are not blessed? You cannot give what you don't have. So the starting point is that you need to believe that God will to bless you and receive the blessing from Him, and then you can bless other people. Whatever you have, little little one, you bless them first. That's how I start my life as a believer. I start my life. I was brand new believer. I joined a Baptist church in a small city in Thailand. I was a brand new believer, only one year old Christian. And then I saw the American missionary, who was preaching in Thai with broken Thai, like me speaking broken English. So I noticed the Thai people could not understand his Thai. And God spoke into my heart, bless these people, son. Help him to translate from English into Thai. So I raised hand, missionary, Pastor Dan Cobb, can I translate your English into Thai? For many months, he tried to preach the gospel to these Thai people. No one got saved because they could not understand him very well. And the way he spoke is very American style. But because I'm, I was Buddhist, so I understand the heart of the Buddhist. So I began to translate his preaching into Thai. Right away, within two weeks, everyone got saved. Because they could understand the Thai language. And not only that, they could understand the way Buddhist people think about God or talk about God. So the church grow. I was willing to be used by God to use my English ability at that time. I did not have much money because I just graduated. But I used my ability to understand English, to translate it to Thai right away after I did that. My clinic was booming. So many people come in. My, when I first went to uh, that city, all the doctors in that city, they, this is a small city, maybe about 20,000 people. There were already 70 doctors in that city before I show up. All the doctors say that you're going to have to spend a lot of time slapping on mosquito. It's a Thai slang. When you don't have anything to do, the mosquito will come and bite you. So you spend time like this. No business. So you have to spend your time slapping on the mosquito on your leg, on your back, on your neck. So they all look down on me that I would not have any business as a doctor. But right after I joined the business of that church, the Baptist church, and helped the church to translate and to preach and to teach, my clinic just boom, money come in. I pay my debt off. I began to save money to be able to come to the U.S., you see, when I joined the business of God, God even blessed me more to the point that I don't have enough, to, uh, enough room to keep the blessing of God. Therefore, in this teaching, I want to encourage you to know what kind of God you worship. It's so important. The Bible says in the book of Daniel, those who know the Lord their God shall do exploit. One of my ministry, one of my 
heart desire or purpose as a pastor is to help the members or the chief of God to really know the God that they and I worship. It's not just coming to church to participate in the religious ceremony or ritual function. Why we come to church? Why we go to care group? Why we read the Bible and get touched by the fire of God? The reason because we want to know my God. I want to know my God, and that's what John say in First John chapter four verse sixteen. If you read this scripture carefully, you will see the heart of John. He said this way, and we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Can you say like John? I can say like this: I really know Pastor Da. I know what she likes, and I know what she doesn't like, and I have to stop doing what she doesn't like, because happy wife, happy life. But when I first got married. I did a lot of wrong things in her eyes. Now I'm preparing the sermon about marriage right now, and I understand that husband, man and a woman come together. They have different rules and different expectation. So it takes some time to adjust to one another. What she like, what I like, and they have to come up with a new rule in the house because they come from a different background. So after I lived with Pastor Da for many years, thirty-seven years. I now knows, I really know what she, who she is, and we should be able to say the same way. I really know my God. Amen. That is the purpose of your faith walk. You need to know God, and when you really know God, you will know His love, that He loves so much, and He is a God. Of the blessing, and when you know your God and know His love, you're gonna walk in love like Him, and you will begin to bless other people. You will not have a plan to destroy anybody, to harm anybody, to steal from anybody. You want to have a plan to bless people because that's what God has done to you. He wants to give you the hope and the future. The Bible says that He wants to give you good gifts, perfect gifts. You need to believe that my Father in heaven wants to bless me. He loves me. He wants to use me to bless other people. He wants to give me the perfect gift. He has the plan to bless me, so I have the plan to bless other people. Other people, including your wife, your husband, your kids, your grandkids. You want to be the blessing. To your church, to your pastor, to the members in the care group, everywhere you go, you will be the vessel of the blessing because you walk like him, you love people like him, like he loved them, and you want to bless other people just like he want to bless them. You want to be the hand of God to bless, the eyes of God to look at people with love, the mouth of God to speak the word of blessing to other people. That's the way it is. I noticed Christians who know God more will live that way. Not every Christian know God. 
they can come to church. Maybe the new believer, they just still struggling, knowing their God. So they still have a lot of problems in their life. But as they grow up to know their God and know the love of God, they start to walk like God. They start to act like God. They start to love, bless. What can I do to bless you? What can I do to help you? Everywhere they go, they want to be the blessing. They want to show the attributes and the character of God. This is what God said in the book of Ephesians, chapter one, verses three to six. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as He shows us. In Him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. A while ago, when I have the cup of communion and the bread in my hand, I cry because God showed me what Jesus did for me. Jesus died for me. He paid a price for me that I don't have to live the old way. I was talking to God while we were having communion. God, without Jesus, I would be gone by now. I would be divorced. I would be in trouble. I would have been in bad shape, maybe sick, maybe die by now. I would not live this long. I would have been in bad shape without knowing Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me, Jesus. When I have that cup and the bread in my hand, and then God spoke to me. He said to me like this. That's why I, the tear come out. He said that, you know, he did not only die for you and save you from sin and darkness and the devil, but Jesus is the door. He is the door, and he is the door that you can go through into the new super abundant life, into the peace and joy and the blessing and the victory in your life. He has blessed you supernaturally and spiritually. The Bible says in Third John verse two, say that may God bless you, prosper you, prosper your money, prosper your health, just as your soul prosper. When your spiritual life is so full of the blessing on the inside, dear, you step through the door of Jesus into the newness of life, into the new chapter of life. The life of the blessing, the life of power and grace and mercy of God through Jesus, the door, the blessing flow in, the grace flow in. He said He has blessed us with the spiritual blessing. The blessing is there. You need to learn how to step in and grab it and take it into you. You need to do that by faith, by obedience. You need to obey God. Step in by faith and start to do what God tell you to do. Like what I did. I start to help the missionary in Thailand, help that Baptist church. When I moved in here to America, one day in 1987, God said, "Could you please take care of my sheep?" I said, "What? I am on call, 29 days a month, only one Sunday off a month. How can I take care of your sheep? I'm too busy as a neurosurgeon resident." But I obey God. I say, "Okay, I start the church." Even though it looked impossible, I step into that door of obedience, and God start to flow into me the blessing. I just talked to Pastor Dad this morning. It's so wonderful. Before I graduated from neurosurgery, somebody called me and offered a job in Bellevue and Kirkland. 
Wow! I did not have to look for the job. The job just dropped on my lap, and it's a good job. God really take care of me, my business. When I take care of His business, in the business of the blessing, I open my home. My brand new bed was broken by a pastor here who was seven years old and jumped on my bed. At that time, now he's a pastor. He jumped on my brand new bed and it's broke. I, w- I was willing to give up my bed, and th- after that, we open home. The carpet got dirty. We use our home to build the church, but we joy the business of the blessing of God. After that, God began to bless us more and more and more because we step through the door of the blessing, step into the door of the obedience. Amen. So I want to encourage you to be used of God. This is the problem. Let me read this scripture to you, and I'll tell you the problem. Genesis chapter one verse twenty-seven. Genesis one twenty-seven. The Bible says, "So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him, male and female. He created them. At the beginning, God created Adam and Eve in the image of God, in the attribute of God. What is the attribute of God?" Love, peace, kind, kindness, long-suffering, blessing, grace, forgiveness. Care about other people. Care about the kingdom of God, the image of God that was in Adam and Eve. But unfortunately, the devil came with tricky question. Really, really, God gonna do this to you? Really, if you Eat that fruit, you're gonna be in trouble. Adam and Eve failed. They listened to the devil. They sinned against God. What happened? They lost the blessing. They began having problem. Their children, Cain, killed Abel. Sin entered into the world. Not only they lost the blessing of God, they also lost the image of God. And we are his offspring. When we were born into the world, we did not have the image of God, complete image. We have maybe partial image because we have lost some. And when you don't have the image of God, what happened to you? You lost your focus on God. You lost focus on helping other people. You become self-centered and selfish. Me, me, me. What can people do to me? What can God do to me? You are selfish because of the sinful nature, and that sinful nature make you become fail, a failure, because you don't walk into the business of God, and God is in the process of transforming, restoring your life into the image of God again. You see my point now. When you come to know God as a new believer, you're still immature. A lot of me, 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 and selfishness. But as you grow more, become more and more like God, you regain the image of God back to you. Your mindset, your attitude start to change. Now you think about what can I do to bless God? What can I do to please God? 
What can I do to be the blessing to other people? I'm gonna love them even though they are not lovely. I'm gonna forgive them even though they hurt me. I'm gonna gonna help them. That is the image of God. The image of God that love, kind, and really bless other people. And that is the job of the church. The church has the role to really help you to regain the image of God back, so that you can join. The blessing business of the heavenly Father. That's why it's so important that you need to know your God, and get rid of all the old junk, the sinful nature in your life. My calling is to help my members to regain that nature back into you. That's why I produce teaching. That's why I lay hand. That's why I cast out demon from people. That's why I disciple people, talk to people to gain the image of God back. I know that all of us are not perfect, including me. I'm still on the process of restoration and transformation as well. If you know me for more than 20 years, you can see that I have changed. I have grown in the past many years because I am regaining the image of God back little by little, year by year, and help you to regain the image of God. It's not just about Bible knowledge. It's not just about going to Bible school and have a lot of Bible knowledge to preach on your head and, hey, get to know this, get to know Greek and Hebrew and all this stuff. No, no, no. It's about regaining the image of God back to you, the character, the heart attitude, the lifestyle, the way you think the mind of Christ back into you in order to join the business of the Father. Focus on God. Focus on helping other people. Amen? That's what happened to Abraham. Again, I read Genesis 12, 2-3. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. How many people want to be used by God that all the families in the earth shall be blessed through your life? Amen? I want to be used by God. You may not be able to fly to Africa or to Cambodia to do that directly, but you can do it indirectly. I mean, some of you may be called to fly to Africa, to certain country, to preach the gospel, to lay hands, to cast out demons. But not every one of us is called to fly like that. But you can be a part of blessing. You support your church. You encourage your pastor. You pray for those who fly out there. You support financially. You get involved in the ministry. Because from the local, you bless the world out of the local church. You get involved by participating in this kind of blessing business that the families in the whole earth shall be blessed through you. Maybe little thing. Who knows? Maybe, i give you an example. Who knows maybe a Taiwanese student walk in here who come to America and study for two years. You say hi. Ni hao. Santi pao yo ni. Here, lunch. I will get lunch for you. You show love to that Taiwanese student, for example, you witness to him or her, and he gets saved. And then those two years, you disciple that young man, a student from Taiwan. But one day, that Taiwanese student went back home and became a great evangelist and helped 
thousands of people in Taiwan to get saved. That's what that's what happened to me. When the American Baptist Southern Baptist missionary disciple me, show me love, teach me the Bible. When I was in Thailand 30 something years ago, they never thought that I can become a pastor. They never thought that one day I'm going to preach to thousands of people in Thailand and put the teaching in the YouTube and so many souls saved. They never thought of that. They just do. They just did their part to be the blessing to this man, to help me to grow. In that small Baptist church, 20 members. But out of that, God can perform miracle. I believe that they get a lot of rewards in heaven. The husband already passed away. Pastor Dan Cobb in heaven right now. He was very old when he came back to America, 80 years old. He was missionary in Thailand for 30 years. You see, who knows? Whatever you do in the blessing business can multiply beyond your imagination. You just do your part. Obey God at that moment to do the right thing. Maybe just get the food. Hey, this is the lunch for you. And that Taiwanese student was, wow, Christian is so nice. I'm going to become a Christian. I'm going to serve God. With that touch, that man was changed. And that man can impact the whole Taiwan. He may be a great evangelist like Billy Graham in Taiwan. Who knows? But we have to do our part to be in the blessing business. Amen? My dear brother and sister, we need to come out from the demonic doctrines. The demonic doctrines in the church is this way. You get saved, you have name in heaven, and then done. You just live poorly, defeatedly on this earth, waiting to go to heaven one day. You just have salvation for heaven and then done. And you just go to church to participate in religious ceremony. And you don't need to grow up. You don't need to get involved with anything. You just keep going to participate. One hour service. Get it done. Go home. Live your own life. And you don't have to do anything with God. That is a wrong doctrine. The right biblical doctrine is that once you save, you join the church, you work out your salvation, you grow up, you become more like Christ, you develop your life to have the image of God, you get involved in the blessing business of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you pull up your sleeve, serve, build a church, get involved, anything wrong, repent, grow, repent, grow, chain, chain us, and build your faith to receive more blessing, build your faith to receive more blessing, physical healing, finances, anointing, grace. And as you grow up like that, one day you can impact a lot of people around you. That is biblical doctrines. Amen? Don't follow demonic doctrine that salvation, get away from hell, is enough. Not enough. God has a journey for you to grow up, to become the blessing to many nations. Let me read one more scripture before I close here. In Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. The reason I have to read this one, because a lot of people think that Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 to 3, is only for Abraham and the Jews, uh, the Israelites. No. Actually, it's for everyone who believe in Jesus, because we are the children of faith to Abraham. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, 
For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree." That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. How many people are Gentiles here, or non-Jews? I'm a Gentile too. So the blessing is not only for the Jews, but for the Gentiles like you and me, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you, Jesus. He paid the price on that cross. He took the curses that belong to us because we broke the law. He took the curse upon him. He performed unreasonable exchange. He took the curse and he handed to us the blessing that we don't deserve at all. We don't deserve the blessing because we were sinners. We received the blessing, and that blessing can work in our life to multiply, to impact people around us, including our family, our children, and go down to the thousand generation. I believe the blessing of God is on my hand. That's why most of my patients are doing well after surgery. No question at all. I have good outcome. A lot of good outcome. A lot of people come and hug me, and say, "Thank you. I suffered for 10 years. I have the first back surgery by another surgeon. I still have pain. After you cut on me, the pain all gone. And I know. I point my finger up like this. I say, "It's from God. God bless the work of my hand. That's why the surgery is successful to you." God give me wisdom how to handle things in my life, in my ministry. Who is the agent that brought the blessing to you? Yes, the blessing. You have the right to receive the blessing because Jesus bought it for you through Jesus Christ. He's the door. You step through the door to give to get the blessing that God prepared for you. But who is really the agent who make the blessing happen in your life? The Bible say the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I hope I have enough time. I'd like to share two minutes here. I just talked to Pastor Dad this morning. I speak from my heart. I come to the point of my life that I'm really sold out for the presence, the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. I've been walking in the presence of the Holy Spirit for years since 1996, 1995, 1996. I got saved 19. 81. And knowing the Bible and personal experience myself, I know that it's so important that we don't only have this book and the Word. It's so important that every Christian should live, should walk, and dwell in the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. Or you can call the fire, the anointing, the wind, the rains, the glory, there's so many theological words or the biblical words that talk about the presence of the Holy Spirit. I am sold out and I am more convinced this year more than ever before that we need to learn how to hook up, to be filled, to stir up, to ignite, to walk in that presence of the Holy Spirit. The word is good. But not enough. We need the person who bless you, who keep you strong, healthy, who give you good eyesight, who give life into you, who guide you, 
who give you wisdom, love, patience, joy, peace, and strength. And that person is the Holy Spirit. And there are different measures or level of the Holy Spirit on people. I encourage you. I'm gonna do like Thai way. Please, this is Thai way. The salute of Thai way means please. Please be hungry. Please welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. Please grow in the measure of the anointing and the measure of the Holy Spirit on your life. I share with Pastor Dad this morning. I'm sharing my heart right now. I share with Pastor Dad this morning. I travel a lot to different countries and different meetings. And I noticed one thing that people in those countries and cities, because they do not have much in their church, they do not have good church to go, like Germany, not much church to go. Very religious church. No Holy Spirit, not a lot of good teaching. Maybe there's some, but rare in a different city. So when they come to our camp meeting, they're so hungry, and they listen to our YouTube all the time. They understand about what I teach here because they listen more than us here. They're so hungry, they lack. So when they come, they're so hungry. They say, well, "I want more! I want more! I'm hungry!" But I sometimes feel sad that my own members don't understand, and people don't understand what I am doing here. <laughs> Frankly, I hope I don't offend anybody. I really feel that a lot of members don't understand what I'm doing. They don't understand what I try to help my own members to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be soaked by the Holy Spirit, to learn how to carry that anointing everywhere they go. You need to be trained. You need to learn how to hook up. You cannot just do it by sitting around. And I am here to train you to help you. But unfortunately, a lot of people take this thing for granted in their own church. They don't care. I think maybe because in America we have so much. We have credit card, bank account, Medicare, everything. We have everything that we can look for help. But in the third world country, the Holy Spirit is their help. They need the Holy Spirit badly. So I pray. I pray this morning to God. Could you help me, the member of New Hope, to understand what I'm doing? Not just the Word, but the Holy Spirit too. He is the one who brings blessing. Help them to be hungry. Help them how to walk with the Spirit. Help them to be soaked, to be filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Please speak to them. Please open their eyes to see, to understand. Open their spiritual eyes to see the will of the Father in heaven. That the Holy Spirit is so important. When I say the Holy Spirit, it's not just the word. Theological word, but I'm talking about the presence, the anointing on you, the thick presence of God on you, the glory wherever you go, the glory is with you, and you walk with the glory like Jesus. Jesus was walking with the presence of God, 24/7. The presence of God so strong in the bone of Elisha to the point of when the dead, when the body of Elisha drop into the bone, they all become the army. That kind of presence of God, the thick presence of God, that give life, give blessing, energy, joy, 
give strength to you. We need Him. Thank you for the word. Thank God for the word, but it's not enough. We need both the word and the spirit, because the spirit is the agent who's going to bring every blessing from heaven to you in this planet Earth. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen. I do my best to share my heart with you. Some of you may not see it yet. You may not get it. And I I see that God has mercy on people. God has so much for people, but people don't get it. Get it, get it. I want to give to you. I don't get it. I don't get it. Get it. <laughs> he has for you. He wants to give you. Get it and receive it from Him. Amen. Hallelujah. I say all these things because I loved you. I want to see you walk in the full blessing of God. Amen. We're going to continue on the Father's Day about the blessing again. I don't know I can finish on that day or not. It's a big lesson. But in conclusion today, number one, our God is a good God and He wants to bless you. Everyone say, God wants to bless me. Two, he wants you to enjoy his blessing business. So let us become an employee of this company. And he pays well. Big, with big bonus. With raise if you are faithful and do the work well. He's a good employer. He's going to pay you well with good bonus. How many people want to join the company? The blessing company. Okay. Number three. In conclusion, you need to know your God. And the more you know your God, the more you're going to know that He is love and He wants to bless you. And you receive all the good things from Him by faith. And don't stop at you. Like this and like that. Your body, your life will be the tunnel or the channel to flow the blessing to other people just like what he said to Abraham I shall bless you that you can bless the nations Amen and you don't have to worry when you are that kind of person even the devil try to curse you even people try to destroy you they cannot touch you because the Bible say those who want to curse you cannot curse you anymore. You are blessed. We're going to talk about that in the next teaching about Balaam. Balaam cannot curse the children of Israel because the blessing of God is on the children of Israel. Parents in this room, do you want to see your kids blessed? Husband in this room, do you want your wife blessed? So, from now on, make a decision to be a man that God is going to bless you. Because the blessing will not stop only on you, but it will go to your wife, your kids, grandkids, and to the thousand generation. It starts from you. I have to admit to you, I changed, I myself changed the natural history of the Laoha Prasit. My father, my great-grandfather, all Chinese, worship idols. I have to tell you, it's a mess. My family background is a mess. But this man, Varun Loha Prasit, 
decided to follow Jesus and change the history. Now the blessing is on Pasada, Tanida, Paul, Joy, and the church that I take care of, because I make a choice to join the blessing business of God. I want to change the natural history of the family. Amen. Let's do that together. Any one of you don't know God yet? I want to encourage you. God is good. You should give your life to Jesus. He is the door for you to get into the things of God. If you want to do that, very simple. Number one, you believe that every man, every woman is a sinner. We all in the mess have done wrong things. Two, we need to repent of our sin. Three, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died on the cross to pay for our sin. And after you make this believe in these three things, you say, "Jesus, come into me right now. I want to follow you." If you want to do that, just follow my prayer. Amen. If you want to become a child of God, Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I have made mistakes. In my life, I have sinned against you. You are the holy God. O oh Lord, I repent of my sins, and I believe Jesus Christ is your Son and God, who died on the cross, who shed His blood for. The penalty of my sin, He paid for me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want to be your disciple. From now on, I shall follow you, serve you, all the days of my life. Lord, open heaven. Shower the blessing of heaven upon my life. From now on, I shall have the blessing of Abraham, supernatural breakthroughs, supernatural healings, divine health, prosperity, success. Open doors, good breaks that will go down to the thousand generation. In Jesus' name, I believe and I received. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I will spend uh, maybe fifteen minutes to. Pray for people who need to be prayed for. Maybe you're sick, or maybe you say, "God, I need some breakthrough in my life." I will pray for you. If you need to go, I understand. I think some of you have a appointment with me uh, later on at 12:30. So, yeah, I will be there later on. But if you need to be prayed for, I will pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, may the blessing of Abraham, 
come upon them. Lord, the Holy Spirit shall bless them, shall give them the things that they need in their life, so that the blessing shall flow into them and through them, Lord. We invite the Holy Spirit to come, to touch. To anoint, to fill, to marinate, to soak into their life. Yes, Lord. When I lay hand on them, Father, the blessing of Abraham will come upon them. Their life will go up to the next level. They shall live in the high plain of God, in the high mountain of God. You shall bless the work of their hands. You shall give authority and anointing in the voice of their speech. Their spiritual eyes shall be open. They shall have supernatural wisdom of God, direction and leading of God to make the right choice every day. Shall open the door for them, Father. <laughs> Bless you in the name of Yeshua Hamakim. Yes, Lord. Blessing. <laughs> Blessing. <laughs> yes, Lord. Blessing. shall be the head, not the tail. You shall be above, not beneath. I see your heart that you're seeking after me. Be patient. Stay in faith. Because I shall bless you in the days to come as you're faithful to me. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and the Lord says, I shall use you to be the blessing You at your workplace, you shall be the blessing to your pastor, to your spiritual leaders. You shall be the encourager. The Lord will use to bless. <laughs> Anointing <laughs> come upon them. Bless the work of their hands. Bless the work of their hands. Use them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> the Lord said to you, even though you may think you had nothing compared to a lot of people, but I shall use you to be the blessing. I can add it to your life. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> be saved. Many souls shall be encouraged by you. 
I shall anoint you and use you. Satisfy my Bless you. Need. Bless you. <laughs> breakthroughs. I speak breakthroughs for you. Bless the work of your hand. Breakthroughs. Yes, Lord. The Lord said to you, "I shall give you more." Add to you, Spirit of the Lord. I am the God who gives, who adds. I add to you more, and you're faithful in little things that are you. Be rejoicing, because it's not the end yet. The days to come, I shall add more to you, more than you can imagine, more than you can ask, more than you can understand, more and more, 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 more. <laughs> So that you can, you can be the blessing to other people. Bless them, give them favor, give them grace, give them wisdom, give them success, give them open door. Yes, Lord, bless them indeed. <laughs> bless. Yes, Lord. Bless. Give me strength and I shall give you wisdom. Wisdom that money cannot buy. Just like King Solomon, the wisdom of God. <laughs> Wisdom of God. I speak that Exodus 15:26 shall be fulfilled in your life. Exodus 15:26. Fire! Fire! Yes, life comes in. May the Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus from the dead, give life to your mortal body. Miracles, divine healing, supernatural breakthroughs, life, soul of God, come into this family. Life, death have to leave. Darkness have to leave. Corruption. In the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakim, bless you with the blessing of Abraham. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. More of the Holy Spirit upon you. 
more of the grace of God upon you, and the Lord shall use you to be the blessing. Blessing. The Lord said to you, "I shall bring you to the situation that you can be the blessing to other people. I shall show you what happened, what to do. You just obey me, and when you obey me in that situation, I will open another door, and I will sh- I shall pour my blessing upon you more than before, more wisdom, more grace." More blessing. Just obey me step by step. Say the Lord, I will bring you to that situation. Just obey me and do it by faith. In the name of Jesus, fire, 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 filled with the presence of the Lord. <laughs> the presence of the Lord. <laughs> Fire. Fill me, Lord. Fill with the presence of the Lord. Filled with the presence of God. May the presence of God go with you everywhere you go. May the Holy Spirit be with you. Come upon this marriage, this relationship, the parents. 
Yes, woman can laugh. Woman can laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Yeah, the more you laugh, you the more you see victory. Fire, fire. Yes, Lord.
Jesus is your model. My daughter, my son. Jesus is your model. Fire. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit, the measure of the Holy Spirit 
increase in your life. More anointing, more of that glory and the presence of God in your life. Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.